Welcome to Debating Dating, a podcast with me, Rachel Graham. And me, Mark Jennings. We're two single friends and every episode we'll be discussing our differing perspectives on an aspect of modern dating. We'll be sharing our honest insights and experiences as platonic pals who are not afraid to give each other the unvarnished truth. Or laugh at each other's bullshit. Today we're talking about shooting your shot. Shooting your shot, of course, the modern parlance for basically telling somebody that you fancy how you feel about them. Working up the courage to go up to that person in your work or your school or your uni or maybe just somebody that you know and you've been thinking about them a lot and you you tell them how you really feel. Does it go well or does it go badly? That is what we're after today. We're going to be discussing that in general. Rachel, shooting your shot, what's your thoughts on it? I think it's something that we should all do more of. I would really like to be the person to be like confident enough to just kind of do it and I feel like there's loads of kind of success stories from it however I think that it all kind of depends on whether or not someone fancies you back and there's nothing worse than shooting your shot and it doesn't go well you know exactly and I'm surprised you say that actually because I think that probably it's always a bad idea (laughs) (laughs) for me just me I think that it's like one of these things that in rom-coms and stuff, it's always somebody shooting their shot. And by the way, see shooting your shot, the phrase, yeah. right? That's like one of these things that's came in in the last couple of years. It's like this pure, to me, it's like pure Twitter chat or like Fiat 500 banter or some <laughs> These sort of words that came in, it's like, oh, shoot your shot, gal, you know, whatever. But it used to just be like, nobody said that back in the day. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to go up to the, the lassie that I like and tell her how I feel. Or... Do you not think it's cheesy American? It's like, hey, man, just go for it. Just shoot your shot. It's so American that shoot, I think it's more like a basketball terminology. Shoot yeah. your shot, man. Hit the net yeah. or whatever, like put it through the net. And uh, obviously we don't use it here, but it's just one of these things that's crept into the modern lingo because it's like a pure internet saying. Because like probably people don't even know what that means, to be honest, but like obviously young people, if you're online and stuff like that, you know. But no, I do, I, I think it's like more of a thing that, you know, happens in, in Hollywood movies. And it's the sort of thing everybody thinks is a great idea, but actually I would imagine the vast majority of people who've ever tried to shoot their shot, it's probably backfired. Yeah, or it's like a big romantic gesture. I love a romantic gesture and I'm all for it, so I feel like I shouldn't be discouraging it, but I do think it's a very, very small amount of times that it kind of works out. Because the thing about shooting your shot is, though, right, it's never shooting a shot from the six-yard line. It's always <laughs> a fucking long shot. <laughs> that's, that's the only time people shoot their shot when it's a fucking long shot and they've got no chance, basically. And do occasionally. You Occasionally a long shot goes in, right? Occasionally, but the majority of the time, you know, it hits the back of the wall. I don't know, a basketball, but it doesn't go in the net, is what I'm saying. It hits the back of the wall. It's whatever that thing is that's behind a basketball net. Well, I was looking up, like, Urban Dictionary because I kind of put a thing on my Instagram uh, kind of asking people about times that they've kind of shot their shot and stuff. Yeah. And those people didn't know what it meant. What I was kind of reading on Urban Dictionary was that, as well, it's kind of like there's a time limit to it or it's like you've only got one shot to do it. Like, so maybe it's like someone who 
was like recently single and it's like right it's just my time to kind of like shoot my shot or whatever um but loads of people were kind of telling of times that for the most part it did kind of work out I think that I would only do it if I kind of got a good enough vibe it's all about vibes yeah but that's the thing right because you say that as a female who yeah. can pick up on vibes whereas <laughs> there's a lot of guys out there who will be given clear signs that the girl is not into them and they will not pick up on that and they will turn up at their work with a bunch of flowers <laughs> and they'll get a fucking restraining order put out for them uh, i think i'm bad for like i wouldn't put myself out there but i will make it very fucking obvious that i'm into someone and i feel like it's just constantly kind of like that waiting game of me being like this is me giving you a sign and this is me also saying that it's okay and this is me doing that and you have to kind of wait and then someone's like oh i didn't know if you liked me and i'm like how could I make it any more obvious, you know? Well, that's sort of like, because there's that sort of pressure on women to, to sort of have to have the guy make the first move, which I think, by the way, is just because there's like so much more pressure on a woman, because like the guys are meant to be coming up to you in the bar or whatever and chatting you up, right? And you're meant to be kind of, you know, picking and choosing who you want. But if you decide to go up to a guy, right? Like, the you know, the dream come true for the guy, and he says no and he rejects you, that is a level of rejection that is is really difficult to take. It would be like if a famous person came up to you in a bar and went, all right, mate, do you want a picture of me? And you went, nah, fuck <laughs> off, mate, you That's what it's like for a woman to try and chat up a guy. Uh, so I, I understand why. It is changing, and obviously, I mean, it would make my life a lot simpler if I, you know, never had to instigate things and girls would just come up to me. And, and obviously mm-hmm. it does happen, but... Some guys get annoyed at the fact that, like, oh, why do we always need to date? And I'm like, well, it's because, like, there's a lot more to lose for girls by getting that sort of rejection than I think there is for guys because it's sort of just par for the course. It's like, you know, if you're a guy, you go up to Alaska and you chat her up and she sort of blows you off, you're kind of like, oh, well, you know, I kind of expected that. I think it's good that it's changing, like, the amount of people that I've spoken to who are like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And, the, and that's who I definitely want to be. And I think that it's now becoming more and more common and I think if more of us women are kind of like do you know what like I'm just kind of put myself out there because I used to stand at the bar and like deliberately go up and get rounds of drinks if there was someone hot or whatever and I'd like stand at the bar and I'd be very like open I'd be like looking around being like I'm open for you to start a conversation with me and I'm like why wasn't I having the conversation myself that's your one tactic is just to give the guy proximity and just sort of (laughs) look at him every now and again be like you can see him catch eyes I mean I I've I've locked eyes with him four times like (laughs) why isn't he coming over it's like I have done everything I can possibly do here there's absolutely nothing like that that's kind of what it is it's like you know you've kind of got good eyes and hope the guy's smart enough to click on and walk over yeah. but the thing the funny thing about that is from the other side right is like so see if you know you're a guy at a bar and like you kind of keep clocking eyes well I see sometimes you you can go two ways you can either assume like oh she's into me I, I should probably go over or you might be thinking like maybe she's just looking at me going why the fuck does this guy keep looking at me <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is our beautiful moment I, I'm like oh my god I'm just going to stop looking at her because I'm probably creeping her already I don't want to get chucked out of this place <laughs> times see when we'd spend like lots of um fringes together me and you uh-huh. is the amount of times that Edinburgh i would turn festival. around to you 
Uh, for the layman, like... just in case somebody doesn't know. <laughs> so like, why the fuck you talk about your hair? No, no. So times that we'd hang out at the Edinburgh Fringe, the amount of times that we'd be like, be really late at night or whatever, and we'd all be drunk and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, I am making it so obvious to this guy and he's not picking up on it. And you'd be like, you need to just kind of realise that not everyone picks up on things as easy. Yeah. And I'd always be like, but it's so obvious. But I do, I do think that guys just don't pick up on these non-verbal cues or whatever as... Yeah. As well as as I think women sort of do instinctively or whatever it is, yeah. but we just only wired that way. We literally need Alassie to come up to us and like look his eye and go, "I am into you. <laughs> do something about it." Because otherwise, a lot of guys are just fucking not, including yeah. myself. I've probably you know passed up some opportunities, um, but I've also probably assumed people weren't any and then been completely wrong. So I- it's hard to tell. It's really I hard to tell. I like that too. I'm like, oh, well, he's he's like my picture, so obviously he really fancies me. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes as well, like, you can read too much into the non-verbal cues, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you sort of see what you want to see sometimes. I think that's true of just life. But I think that uh, guys definitely are quite bad, I think, for sort of picking up the, the vibe in terms of that. Yeah. All right, guys, Mark here. Some of you might have noticed that the audio quality isn't as great on this episode as usual. We had a few technical difficulties while recording. There's probably also a fair few that haven't even noticed any difference. And me doing this now is just highlighting the problem and it's going to annoy you for the rest of the episode. So apologies about that. But we thought it'd be best to acknowledge for the audio pedants out there. We've done our best to salvage it and to make it sound as good as possible in post-production. But still might be a few issues and it's not as high quality as the rest of the episodes which you'll know if you're a regular listener and if you're a first time listener just know that it usually sounds better basically but we still thought it was a really funny episode we had a really good laugh on this one and we felt it was definitely within releasable condition while i've got you here just to say as well we are always looking for more submissions more voice notes and all of that sort of thing we should stress that we do keep it completely anonymous so you can send it to us and confidence if you've got any voice clips on any of the topics that we've covered so far send that across if you'd like us to talk about anything that is on your mind in the realm of dating if you've just got topics you'd like us to do in future episodes or if you've got any kind of burning questions in your own dating life that you'd like us to act as the agony aunt and uncle for or i like to think that we're still you know young enough that we can be the agony niece and nephew but probably more likely agony cousins or just friends that you get bad advice from which is what we like to think that we are anyway. If you'd like to send in any stories, the best way to do that is via voice note over Instagram at Debate and Date. And if you just send us a wee voice note and the DMs, that'd be great. And you can also just DM us with any queries or questions or anything you'd like us to cover at the same place. Or you can send us an email if you are a boomer and still use email as your main form of communication. Send that to debateanddatingpod at gmail.com and you will literally be the first person to email us at that address that isn't just the podcast host provider. Without further ado, here's the rest of the episode on Shooting Your Shot. So obviously you'd been your social media, we've got a few contributions yeah. that we're going to kick off this week's episode with. Yeah. Um, so we've got this first one, which is a, a voice note that we're going to play now. So a few years ago, I was at Transmat, me and my friend absolutely steaming, I phoned my mum, see if she'd come pick us up, give us a lift home. And of course, being steaming, we asked her to take us to McDonald's. So I've ordered at McDonald's and me and the guy that's serving us back, banter back and forward, having a good laugh. He says to me, anything else? 
And I said, I, your number, please. And he goes, that'd be £9.79, please. <laughs> and my mum just looked at me. She was ashamed. I <laughs> <Aye>, so. <laughs> well, a story of modern romance there. At the drive-thru of McDonald's in Annie's Land or wherever the fuck it was. But how good would that have been if, like, he'd given the number and then that'd be such an interesting meet-cute? And they'd probably get the sack. Yeah, that's true. See, honestly, though, right, like, that's the sort of stuff that, like, See when that happens again. The note, you know, this is me always bringing it back to this men v women outdated thing that I've got right. But I do think it is true that like guys don't really get like harassed at work a lot, right? <laughs> For whatever better word, but like you know, if you're a lassie that works in a shop or something like that, you probably have had just. It's just kind of par for the course that guys will come up and ask for your number or something. That probably happens to everybody, right? But it does, doesn't happen so much to guys as much, right? So see if it ever kind of does happen like that way that's just been described. That guy probably just thought she was on the wind-up. Yeah, especially if you're drunk as well because you're kind of thinking, oh, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And but also, I mean, she, if she was, like, steaming at, like, three in the morning at McDonald's drive through, he's probably like, no, you're all right, hen. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, I think it's more that you'd be like, well, she might not, like, think about it in the morning. Like, do you know what I mean? She might be like, oh, God, like, I hope he doesn't text me or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it is funny that, like, so I was walking, I think it might have actually been earlier than 11 o'clock in the morning, maybe 10, like, 10 or something. And I just, like, I was wearing no makeup, I was just walking along the street. And this guy, like, pulled up beside me. And he was like, oh, do you know where, like, Great Western Road is or whatever? And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, it's literally just that road there. Like, yeah. Lit. I was, like, pointing to it. Do you think that's a thing guys do, by the way? Do you think guys just randomly stop women and ask for directions that they know the answer to? Well, this is the thing, because I was so taken aback at, like, real live interaction. Do you know what I mean? Of someone actually pulling over when I was, like, a pedestrian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, like, he was, like, a young... Like, he was probably about similar age to me, like, quite, like, handsome. And he was just like, oh, I, I actually know where Great Western Road is. I just... I just wanted to, I just Fuck wanted to sake. speak to you. And I went like that. My heart started beating and I was like that. This is, this is so weird. This is so weird. And then I was thinking, oh, but he's so, he was actually really attractive. And so I was thinking, fuck, whatever I do now, I might get kidnapped or I might be like chatting to my like next husband. Not yeah. next husband, my, my only husband. <laughs> um, but it was so weird. I was like that. I honestly was like, my heart was beating and he was like, do you want to give me your number? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm going to the doctors. <laughs> he was like, he was like, all right, well, you could like, he was like in his car. He's like, you, you could come and give me your number. And then I was thinking, right, if I go up to him, he's going to like pull me into the car and like yeah. steal me. So I just was like, oh no, like if it's meant to be, it'll happen yeah. naturally. And then I was thinking, he was 100% either shooting a shot or was going to like kidnap me. But it was that thing, but I still think about that and I'm like, shit, did I do the wrong thing? And is, isn't that interesting though? Because there's such a, a fine line between the most romantic thing that's ever going to happen to you in your life yeah. and it's just creepy as fuck and potentially dangerous. And the the thing is, right, like, that guy, he either was just, like, to be honest, it sounds like he was probably just driving about looking for lassies to <laughs> get a number. Like, it's weird that that would just happen. At 10 in the morning, I don't know. If if that's not the case, right, and he was just legit and he's just like, oh my God, there's, you know, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> then he thought that he was doing the most romantic thing possible, right? He thought yeah. he was Ryan Gosling hanging off the Ferris wheel in the notebook or whatever. You see him and you're just like, am I going to get kidnapped and murdered here? What the yeah. hell is going on? And that is the that that is the, the weird fine line there is between guys trying to shoot their shot and coming across as romantic and working out 
and it just being an absolute most embarrassing thing for them and the woman that they're chatting up or the man or whoever but yeah. it, honestly like it's, it's weird because the hardest part about it is right see if you're going to shoot your shot you just never know which one it's going to turn out as it's either going to be as i say the most romantic thing ever or you know it's going to probably be the most embarrassing moment in your life and you're going to feel like an absolute idiot <laughs> i didn't trust that happening one because of the time in the morning mm-hmm. two because it was i was like going to the doctor and i wasn't like wearing makeup like so i didn't have the confidence to be like well obviously it's a weird time to, to get chatted up in it yeah so if i was if i was on a night out i would have been like yeah definitely like he was pure handsome and but then because i didn't have the confidence in my own appearance i was going right there's something sinister here and i yeah. think as well with him because he was attractive i was more likely to kind of trust him which is really bad because like who knows like you yeah. can be attractive and still be a murderer or whatever Absolutely. but if it was someone kind of weird i would would have kind of been like oh that makes more sense i well that's probably another thing as well like see looks probably get you a long way in terms of those types of interactions you know if you're a young and, and relatively good looking person and you you know it's kind of like oh well you know i was flattered but you know when it's like yeah. some mad old creepy guy for your work or whatever that's like trying to you know make the moves on you and the work that you do then you're like yeah. oh my god like yeah. but he, in his head he doesn't realize <laughs> that's the way as he sees himself like oh yeah why shouldn't we be together so it's a weird one we'll never know what happened um i got a few really uh, nice ones sent to me of things like times where it worked out and it was um all of those ones were like women saying um like asked a friend of my brother's out and we're together now or someone else said that they'd like said to their boss but waited till they left their work and then said to their boss that they liked them and didn't think that it was like reciprocated and it was and now they've been together for like four years so i do think like i do think it's worth it you should just go for it. I think it is right, because see, to be honest, there is nothing more exciting than when you really, really like somebody and you just go, right, I'm going to date, I'm going to text them. And you know what I mean? Do you ever text somebody like, and then you're so scared of what you've just done, like you throw away your phone, you're like, I don't want to see it, I don't want to know if they've read it, I don't want to see the reply. Like, I'll just go and go away for the phone, you'll leave the phone for ages and then you're like too scared to check to see. But do you put it on full volume? I put it on full volume because I'm like, right, if I don't look at it, I'm not waiting for a reply. But if I put it on full volume, I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh. Uh, no, I wouldn't be brave enough to do that. I would get a fight in my life about, oh my God. <laughs> It's fight or flight, isn't it? It's like you're either, you know, your dreams are going to come true or, or not. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's funny that when you, you message somebody that you've liked for a while and you're like, right, this is, this is it. And then, you know, it goes one way or the other. And uh, It's so awkward and it doesn't work, though. And you're like, yeah. oh, I have to. I think I've done that a few times, mainly when I'm drunk. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, I have made this situation extremely awkward. I know. But do you know what? Like, I think everybody has been on at least one side of it. Probably oh, both. both I would say. Probably both in it. Like, we've all yeah. been the person that shot their shot yeah. and sent the message and hoped for the best, you know, with somebody that they liked. And then we've all been the person that's maybe received one and been a bit like, oh God, how am I going to let this person down? <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. And yeah. occasionally you're the person that receives one and you're like, oh, brilliant, you know, like, great. Um, yeah. So it definitely does, you know, it does work out. And it's it's sort of, uh, it's what makes life interesting, isn't it, going for these going for these things? Yeah, totally. I, for me, though, it's like, I remember one time, right, I was like, I was sort of dating this girl. We'd only been on like a couple of dates. And I think, honestly, right, you sort of know, I think you instinctively know, if you can't be yourself and you're trying to sort of change or trying to like present the best possible version of yourself because you think that maybe they're a bit out of your league or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Then 
when you start sort of modifying your behaviour for all that to try and kind of, you know, because you, you, you just want to get with them. And I remember one time I was like texting this girl, I was sort of seeing it. And I, so I get the vibe. She wasn't really, she wasn't as into it and stuff like that. And I remember she texted me and I was thinking to myself, I was like, right, should I text her back? I'll wait and like not text her for a while, you know, and play hard to get and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but what if I don't text her and then someone else texts her and then I've missed my chance? Oh my God. And I was going back and forth in my mind with that. And then I realised, I was like, do you know what? There's no right answer here to this yeah. because I just care too much and I'm no, I'm not being authentic. I'm not being myself. I'm just trying to like second guess what she's going to think and all that. And yeah. when you get into that mindset, you're onto a, you're onto a loser, whether it's or not it works on. never works out because you shouldn't have to play games at all. But it's not even playing games. I think it's like, like usually that comes from a place where you are sort of feeling that the other person's not that into it but you just don't want to admit it to yourself. So you go, all right, oh, like what sort of move, what tactic, what sort of trick can I, I play here to try and keep them interested? And I mean, I'm sure that can work sometimes, but like, it's probably not the best sort of sign going forward, you know, if they're already a bit on the fence with it. Like if that's the feeling, then you're better just kind of going, I'm probably better just moving on here, you know? Yeah, my friend's... I've had a lot of that this past week, actually. We were like, oh, he, he's not, like, he's taking ages to reply and I don't want to, like, play. I don't want to, like, wait to reply. Yeah. And my friend always says that when you get a message, if you're by your phone, you should just read the message and just reply how you would, like, naturally reply because yeah. that's your, your first thought and your first response is how your brain is and that is who you are as a person. So just kind of do it. Absolutely, and that's a thing you do as well, don't you? You'll sometimes go to do that, and then you'll sort of go, "Oh no, I'm, I shouldn't say that," and then you overthink it, and then it just comes out weird anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's weird how over text, even like you, you know, you're not even in the same actual physical space as someone, and the person can still tell when you're like that that there's something that you're a bit too nervous or you're you're not really being yourself or something. You can still tell over text and all that sort yeah. of stuff, even in the time it takes to reply. Just that you can piece it together. You get a sort of sixth sense for when something's not quite right, and and so that's why you've as as hard as it is, you've kind of just got to you've got to just be authentic and be true to yourself and let the chips fall where they may. And if they don't like that, then they don't like you. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. You can't really change that. 100%. But that that being said, it still doesn't take the, the sting out of the tail when you do go for the like the shot and then, you know, you miss spectacularly. But again, at least you can sort of love with yourself that you, you gave it a bash. Yeah, you're not going to be on your deathbed like, I didn't tell them. You mentioned you've got some, some positive ones to read out, but you've sent me one that you yeah. received. That I've, I've not seen this yet, so I'm going to read this out. So before you do, this person really liked this person and then they shot their shot and then this is what happened. Fired into this Liverpudlian guy. Already a mistake straight away, by the way. <laughs> Whoa, we don't want to make any enemies. We love Liverpool. Listen just, to I, I just want to make enemies with the entire male population of Liverpool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on then, you fucking bastards. <laughs> no, come on. Well, love Liverpool, great city. Yeah, great, uh, comedy listen clubs. to us, spread the words. Please, right. please listen to us, yeah. Please, <laughs> right. please have us do a, a live show at Hot Water when uh, things can happen again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, Liverpool Lane guy and sub club went home with him, shagged him, and when we were done, he just rolled over and very, very casually smoked some heroin <laughs> after the tin that a pineapple tart comes in. Wow. I'm amazed that they just had that lying around. That's incredible. Yeah. So he's smoking heroin after tin. Somebody just smoking heroin. <laughs> 
knew you'd be appalled. I mean, I am too, but I love that you're like appalled by this. Also, I think it's so funny that this is one I of mean, my friends. I would be quite, I would be quite put off if somebody had a cigarette after sex. No, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, um, excuse me, my my body's a temple. What, what, what do they say with the smacks? Like, do you want a draw? like, no, I'm trying to stay off at me. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So she says, pure hilarious because the reason I shagged him in the first place was he was just enough like 2007 Pete Doherty to make me feel horny in a really nostalgic way. Serves me right going to subclub. So maybe it was just, maybe it was just Pete Doherty. It was just an older version of him. This guy really looks like Pete Doherty in 2007. Just a lot more dishevelled than like he's had about another decade's worth of heroin. Let's have sex with him. Oh my God, he's smoking heroin in my bed. Who could have seen this coming? This is absolutely yeah. What a Mad. story! Oh my god. Well, that's I mean that is a, another occupational hazard of shooting your shot is that you know you can end up realizing that what you thought you wanted wasn't what you were actually after. Yeah, it's like when you go for something and you're like, mm, this isn't really what I signed up for. Yeah. I also see this person has also messaged that she also recently shagged a flat airfer. <laughs> <laughs> so a real good track record there. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is the, you know, you're going for the absolute top class guys there, aren't you? Heroin addict, <laughs> flat earther, get a queuing on and a, you know, alt-right so, Nazi, and then you're, you get the whole package. So funny. Right, so shall I read you this one? <laughs> okay, let's hear it. So when me and my friend were like 17, 18, we would go to the gym and use the weight section and fancied like every guy that was there. We didn't know their names, so made up stupid nicknames for them all. We ended up meeting them in nights out, so got to know them a bit more. Then on one night out, after a few months, a guy my friend really fancied told her he wanted to pop her. So Yeah, which is uh, the common sort of way I would imagine that some <laughs> guy from the gym would say it. <laughs> See the iron? I'm sick of pumping that. I want to pump you instead. Um, okay, so later on, when steaming, she was messaging me saying, Oh my God, demonize his nickname. He had dark brown eyes. All right, that's, uh, I thought you said demonize as in like... We've demonised this person. Oh no, so, Demon de- Eyes. Yeah. So that's his nickname. Said he wants to pump me. Yeah, <laughs> right. So she's like messaging her pal like Demon Eyes wants to pump me. Turns out she was messaging him on Facebook instead of me. He replied what? And she sc- said scroll up. Joe Smith said he wants to pump me. Exclamation mark. Then she realised what she had done and said to him she thought she was messaging me. So not only did she message him buzzing he wants to pump her, she outed us as obvious creeps, making up such a weird nickname for him and in the end they never pumped. Oh my god. (laughs) So it didn't even work out. Fucking demonised. That's weird that like the guy would like decide not to shag her just because she called him a weird nickname. (laughs) And if you got a message from the girl excitedly talking about you wanting to shag her surely that's like a good thing imagine it was like something imagine he was pure like par about his eyes and they're like call them demonized (laughs) so that's our kind of story so have you kind of gone for it like have you done a pure big shooting your shot gesture I've, i've had a few times where it's maybe been somebody like i was mentioning earlier on like it's like somebody that i've been kind of seeing a wee bit and i was really into and they weren't into me and then it's kind of like doesn't really work out but i think the one thing that springs to mind i remember it was a girl i used to work with and i remember she was emailing me about something she was emailing like running you. she was e- like because it's a, a, an office like an office oh, right. email and she'd emailed me about something that 
some event or something that was running mm-hmm. and I didn't know it was her but I'd seen uh-huh. her because when you work in like an, an office where you're in different teams and stuff like that you don't know people's names right so I knew her to see and then I was emailing this person I don't know who it was and I realised it was her and Aww. we got chatting and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh. And then I think, like, so I can't remember what I said, but I remember sort of, like, emailing. And I remember at the time thinking, like, this is pure stupid. But then, again, I got caught up in, like, the whole thing of, like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, she's really lovely. And maybe it'll work out and it'll be great. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, sometimes you get in weird points in your life where you just, you know, you you think, like, going to do some big romantic gesture. You know, you get a bit carried away with your emotions, I think. But I ended up just emailing on the work. Like, not inappropriately or anything, but I think I just said, maybe it was during like at the end of the conversation or whatever and it was a it wasn't a work related email it was like a a, a work night out or something i think yeah. or something that she was wanting me to do because of stand-up or something like that it was something like that it was, cash. It was like a kind of social event outside the work right yeah they were messaging about and then i sort of remember like going like oh like oh do you fancy getting a drink or something like that sometime and just I don't even know if she replied. I can't remember. But then I used to just see her eh, like in the hallway every now and again and stuff like that. And honestly, there is nothing worse, by the way, than just like working with somebody that you've like never shoot your shot in work is what I would say. Because if it doesn't happen, you just need to see that person every fucking day. <laughs> and it's an absolute nightmare. But I, I, I think it's rare because I think when I was like younger, I was totally pure into the whole romantic sort of thing and like you know and then I sort of quickly realised if it sort of seems like it's a pure one-sided thing and there maybe you know it would be a big long shot then it's probably not worth you know the risk of taking it because it's not going to go on I do remember one time I nearly sent this right it was like this girl who I used to kind of see when I was younger I guess and like I was really into her and I was like always trying to get back where after we'd sort of went out for a while when we were young yeah. and I remember we were all about going like me and my mates were all going on holiday and like some of her mates who were like kind of going out with my mates were all going as well and like she wasn't going and we'd sort of split up or something like not long before it and I remember like I wrote this big massive long thing telling her how I felt and all that sort of stuff and I was sitting with my mate we were waiting on to go to the airport and then I was just like nah there's no point and I just never sent it and I was so glad Aww. I never because it would have been embarrassing if I did <laughs> See, I'm a big fan of a big lengthy declaring your love. Like, I feel like that's prime teenage me being like, just one day they'll send me like paragraphs of everything that they like about me yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But you're saying that as someone, you're thinking of someone that you like. want to send you that, sending you that. But if it's some guy and you're kind of like, oh, God, you know, we kind of went on a couple of dates, but I don't really like him anymore. And you're still yeah. clinging on and that sort of stuff. And then he sends you a big thing. Then, you then know, you're like, going to be Exactly. So that would have been me. That would have been me. I would have been the guy that she's like, oh, for God's sake. And sending the big paragraph and then like, you know, having to have a go. So it's hard. I think that's the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing to admit. See, when you're really into somebody, it's hard to admit to yourself that they don't feel the same way about you if you've kind of convinced yourself. That's sort of this thing about the one and all that sort of stuff. You know, if you've convinced yourself that you are meant to be together, then you will not accept. That to them, you might just be like, somebody they're not that into. Like you're not the main character. You're not the main character in their, you know, life sort of thing. You've made yeah. them the main character 
in your life rather than yourself mm-hmm. and you can't handle the fact that you're not even in you're not even an extra in theirs do you know what I mean you're not even <laughs> and that is sometimes the case but the main the thing is you've got to be the main character in your own life and that's the only thing no one else is a protagonist but you you can have a you know you can have a, a female leader a male leader you know a couple of leads if uh, you know you're polyamorous regular. a yeah. series regular you know an ensemble cast sometimes <laughs> you're just showing off now but uh <laughs> But, you know, in general, like, again, it's coming back to that thing. If you start worrying too much about what they think over you, you kind of just, sometimes it's better to just cut your losses and move on. Yeah. But, so for me, like, that's that's the ones that spring to mind. Like, the, the most embarrassing one, I, I think, was probably the email thing and the work and then just not getting back. And I was like, oh, God, like, you know. It's always that thing as well, like, if you ever send, like, the double text and you don't hear back. And you know, you know not to send the double text. Everyone knows not to send the double text. But when you do it, it's like last gasp attempt here let's see what happens final roll of the dice but uh, there you go so that's yeah. me there's probably been times it's kind of worked out they don't really spring your mind as much now I guess but like they're not as fun though like the times not as fun. Like, oh, I'm very happy for you <laughs> yeah and if they had you know if I had had a time that it really worked out you know I wouldn't be fucking single now so I'm doing this podcast exactly I, <laughs> I'd be I'd be out there just I wouldn't need a debate date and I'd just be <laughs> You'd just be doing it. I'd just but be happy. I, I, just chill. I was thinking about the times that I've done it because I think that I... What's the word? Like, I put things in place. Do you know what I mean? So I like to <laughs> I like to plant seeds. Like, I like to kind of be like, okay, so this is what I would like. So I'm putting this out here and they need to pick up on that. And then I'm also putting this here so that if they went for that, they wouldn't feel embarrassed and all that. Is that... Happen. What's the difference between that and playing games, though? I do think there is a difference, right? Because I think I've played games in the past and I don't think I play games anymore, like, for the most part. Because... Think it's you're trying to set up a game? I think... <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, laying out the Monopoly You're board. trying to get a game going? <laughs> Um, yeah I think like now that I've kind of realized you know that kind of thing of like if someone wants to make something happen they will so like there's no point in being like what do you think this text means like do you think they want to see me like if they want to see me they will make it happen type thing so I think I have I don't think I've played games anymore but I do think yeah like to kind of set up being like okay so this is this is okay and I'm kind of like putting that or you know when you kind of like tell people things I've been like listen this is um it's kind of just like making the guy feel comfortable enough to kind of shoot their shot, I suppose. So kind of like lining up, lining Aye. up everything. You're, you're, you're giving them the assist for the shot, basically. <laughs> and getting the cross in. Yeah, because every time that I've kind of actually <laughs> properly gone for it, it's just when I've been really drunk and it's like, I think it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. cause you're drunk, you can just be like, oh, do you know what? Like it didn't happen, but it was Five to like three it. pool sort of thing. <laughs> maybe not five to three foot but yeah that kind of thing but yeah like and that would just be a kind of night out thing but there was one time when I was in college and so embarrassing so like I fancied this guy and this was at drama school as well so yeah and I'd fancied this guy for a while uh-huh. and I remember being like right tonight is the night that I'm just gonna tell him like we got on and I was like I'm just gonna like I'm gonna at some point in the night just be like can we go out into the close and and just chat and then basically I took him out to the close and I was like, listen, like, I need to tell you something. And he immediately was like, oh, and I was like, oh, no. But I was so drunk that I wasn't, I wasn't picking up on it as much. I was like, no, 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 he he must like me back. He must like me back. Because we like had, had a good, like, good jokes and stuff like that. So I was thinking, do you know what? Uh-huh. good vibes but then obviously I didn't pick up on the clear vibe that he was like oh uh, and I was like listen I 
I just need to tell you something. And I remember being quite drunk, so I was constantly being like, I need to tell you something, I need to tell you something. And he was like, he's like, mm, Rachel, why don't we just go back inside? And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 listen, like, I need to just tell you tonight. And then he was just like, no, do you know what? Oh, I think someone's calling us. Like, we should go inside. Because <laughs> he knows what's coming. It's not, what else are you going to be telling him? It's like, yeah. uh, right, there's a secret conspiracy <laughs> by the government and uh, the earth is actually flat. And so you want to hit this heroin? <laughs> pineapple tart heroin <laughs> um so anyway i was like listen i think i went to kind of say to him and he was like oh oh like someone's just buzzed or whatever and he like went back inside so i don't think i actually shot my shot but i think he 100 percent knew that i was about to sh- shoot my shot your shot um, was blocked it was it was blocked <laughs> <laughs> wing defense <laughs> oh my god but then years went by like he went down to drama school in london and it turns out he's gay so I'm like so glad that I didn't actually shoot my shot because he wasn't out and also yeah. he, he would have just been like, oh fuck, you're so wrong that you think yeah. I fancy you, Rachel. <laughs> that make, Well, that makes sense though because it's a bit harsh to not let someone even say it, but obviously you would have been opening up a big can of worms for him as well and like, he's yeah. like oh God, would I need to like come out to you or you know he would, yeah. or he would need to try and make up some excuse and he's like i don't even know what i would say because like i'm not like if he's not straight he's like what how do you how do you put tell a woman that i don't like her about you know hurting her like saying yeah. the wrong thing or you know that sounds convincing you know like yeah so i well i suppose there's, there's a bit of solace in that as well it's like at least there i know but i'm so embarrassed to this day whenever i see him whenever like, you see him Whenever I see him in like he's in big fancy shows, and I'm like, oh, remember that time I took you into the close? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, cause you never like, there's no living it down, really, is there? There's it's no... pretty much like, do you like, do you like the way I look and my entire personality? No. Ugh, there's a that's another like another thing you do with rejects and stuff like that. But I think the thing with with shooting your shot is you basically you need to make the decision of like, there's no going back now. Do you know what I mean? It's like the point of no return. It's like That's after true. I do this, there's no bones about it. It's like you know that way if you work with somebody or you know you know somebody and you flirt or whatever, and you think oh something might happen one day, and maybe sometimes you just like the sort of idea of it, and it's maybe but then you know if you really want to try and make something happen that just wouldn't work or whatever, but it's a nice idea you know having you know somebody that you you flirt with a bit or whatever, but um, as soon as you shoot your shot, you're making that real, and it's like. This is either a thing, it's something's going to happen, or it's absolutely not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if it's, you know, and there's no going back from that, so you never can, like, so you either go, oh, you know, like, show my shot, and, you know, it turned out well, and we had fun or whatever, or we ended up in a relationship, or it's like, I she turned me down, or they, he turned me down, and, you know, and that's it. And then any time you see that person, use both know that's what happened. And, and I think you can turn someone down by not even... Like, you don't even need to say that you don't like them, but you just kind of swear of it, don't you? Well, that's really how you... That's really the only way to deal with it when somebody shoots your shot and you're not reciprocating it. So do you think that you can just communicate, like, listen, I don't... I mean, you can say that, but who the fuck does... (laughs) Does it be so bad? Like, I don't like you. No, here are the reasons why I will never find you attractive. Like, it's just... you, You can't say... That's why, like, you know, everybody moans about you know, not getting texts back and, and getting ghosted and, you know, all these types of things, right? Or like, oh, why can't you just be upfront about how you feel? All that sort of stuff, right? The reality is, it's too hard to be honest. The truth fucking hurts, right? And if you were really to just say to somebody, look, 
I'm not interested for this, that, and the other reason, right? And fucking told them really what you were thinking and you were telling your pals that you didn't like about them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It'd be fucking horrific. So yeah. we need to lie to each other to stop from hurting each other's feelings. Also, do you not think that you forget about the times that you do it to someone? Like you really remember the times that you've put yourself out there but then, like, there'll be times where someone will do it to you and you're like, oh, that was really nice. And, like, you know, obviously don't, like, feel it back, but oh, blah, blah. And then you forget about it. But it's like, when it's to Aye. you, you're like, oh, my life. Absolutely. Well, it's always, you know, it goes back to that thing about, like, being on somebody's radar or in their cast or whatever. Because, like, mm-hmm. the reality is, like, if you're, like, shooting your shot with somebody you really like to you, it's this big deal. But if somebody that you kind of don't really think that much about, no, like, you don't think much of them, but it's like, you know, if there's somebody that the you're not. The thought hasn't crossed your mind. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you don't see them as a, you know, potential partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they sort of, you know, ask you out or whatever and you're not into it and you sort of brush it off or you say no or whatever it is, you just then kind of go about your day and you probably don't think about it more but that person will either keep thinking about it and being gutted over it or they'll forget about it but they'll remember when they see you uh, <laughs> and then it'll be real fucking awkward yeah but sometimes you want to just be sound as you can be to them because you're like oh how's it going like i don't think you're a bad person i just like you know i still I know. want to be friendly but uh no <laughs> i just didn't want to shaggy or goopy or whatever like and that's fine because you know there's nothing you can do about that really is you can't help the way you feel by this or it is but I any further thoughts on on shooting your shot then if you has anyone ever shot their shot with you yes what a question <laughs> <laughs> has anyone ever done it successfully uh to our relationship point probably no right. anytime they've shot their shot mm, is that true I don't think so. I feel like any time it's happened, it's probably been online. Yeah, it's happened to Which me. Which is really, that—that that is the, the slide into the DM is the shoot your shot. That's the modern shooting your shot into that's the modern going up to somebody in a bar. Yeah. Is, uh, you send that DM. And again, with a DM, like there's no going back. And even if it's, you know, it's meant to be a bit innocuous, like, you know, replying to their story or whatever it is. Yeah. You're still sliding into the DMs one way or the other, aren't you? Yeah, I think the times that's happened to me, so I worked behind the bar at the stand and also I've been working behind the bar before lockdown and stuff. So like that's obviously happened in work a few times. I used to get annoyed though because I worked with a girl who was a lesbian and she would always get people giving her their number uh-huh. and she was really always quite mad and grumpy and like hated the customers and I'd be going a bit like hi can I get you anything to share and then people yeah. would like give them their number and I'd be like I want a number but you know that, I mean? that's why a bar person is such a attractive because see because they're at work and they're miserable and they're like you know they're always distracted by what they're having to do and serve people like they seem very coquettish and very like aloof to you <laughs> so it's like oh my god if only I can get their attention whereas you were probably too friendly they're like <laughs> Ah, you know, I got my wee, you know, I got my wee dopamine hit from that interaction there. Whereas if you'd been a bit more standoffish, they'd be like, I'm going to show her, you know. <laughs> well, it's like um, tips. Like sometimes if I was like really going out my way, I'd get good tips. But there was also like someone who worked in that bar who honestly was like hating life. And he'd get just as good tips as me, if not better, just because he obviously seemed like he was hating it. But yeah, no, the times that has happened, it actually happened a few times with you when we were at the Fringe when do you remember we were doing a a show with our sketch group and Mm -hmm. there was like another sketch group and then one of the guys was like firing in and was like oh we've we've matched on things and look at us or I don't even know if we'd match I think he was like oh I've seen you on the things or whatever Uh but then it was so awkward because we were there every day for a month 
and I obviously like wasn't interested so it was that kind of thing and he brought it up that he's had matched or whatever and yeah. then you're like yeah and nothing's you know gonna happen and here that's the end of the story that's so, like going back to that thing about like basically having to see somebody every day like if you shoot your shot with somebody you work with that was effectively that wasn't it yeah totally and it's so awkward I think that whenever it's kind of successful I think I don't let someone shoot their shot in the sense of like I was thinking back to when I was a teenager and you know when you'd be on like MSN all the time to like yeah to people that you like and I used to tell myself that if we were on MSN beyond two in the morning uh-huh. that they must like me back so like I had that in my head so I remember being like <laughs> <laughs> so I remember being like right well he stayed up all night talk to me and we're talking and it's like beyond two in the morning so he must like me and I think that then that could have gone into a thing but like there was no point in like if that shot was shot it was because I was staying online on MSN making it very clear that I also liked them or whatever um, uh-huh. but the times that people have been quite like out of the blue I think it kind of takes you by surprise and you kind of go oh like I hadn't really I hadn't really thought of that so anytime uh-huh. that it's kind of happened to me I've, I think I've been a bit surprised whereas i think if if it happened if i get with someone i usually think it's it's just as much me putting in work yeah sure so it's not not as much out the blue i mean Mm. i posted a thing asking people about if they fancied anyone and like if you wanted to put their name in it and like loads of people did it It it's actually really good really yeah like people were putting on like actual names of people i was like loving it i felt like a matchmaker but like someone someone did the people ever that got mentioned message you and be like who fancies me no because the people that were putting the names i don't think like follow me so they'll never yeah. know so it's fucking pointless basically. <laughs> <laughs> how nice would it be if it was a thing it's like those newspaper things you know when it'd be like saw someone on the train to ealing and yeah they were reading a book i like or whatever like i live for that shit like i think that's so cute so that's what i was kind of trying to do but someone in that said you to me as in like do you like anyone do you want to shoot your shot like haha blah, blah, blah. and then they said you to me mm-hmm. and then i had that thing of being like because i don't i've never met them i was like oh that and you didn't like the look of their profile uh, well it was also that he'd been firing into uh one of my friends so i was like <laughs> do you think that women don't talk do you think that we don't know that you've fired into like me and my close friends you know I was probably looking for a threesome <laughs> well, i can set this up with these two how do you deal with like shooting down a shot that comes in to your defenses uh, i'm really good at like smile and wave do you know what i mean like the penguins in madagascar like i'm very good at being like oh that's so nice and like oh yeah that's really nice for you to say that's like really flattering and let me know like what you're doing and I'd love to like I like to kind of be very kind of like um like nice around it and then if I talk so much then they might not notice that I've not said that I like them back do you know what I mean like someone over lockdown messaged me being like hey like just wanted to say that I really like fancied you and when we met that time and I'm just kind of saying this now because we're in lockdown so there's kind of nothing to lose Uh uh-huh which was so nice. Like, it was a nice ego boost, I'm not going to lie. And it was, like, a really nice thing for someone to kind of say. So I was just very much like, oh, like, thank you so much. That's really nice. And it's made my day. And how are you getting on? And what are you doing? And da 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 But Aye. not kind of being like, yeah, like, once lockdown's over, let's go for a drink. Well, to be fair, like, the lockdown <laughs> it is a good excuse, to be honest, isn't it? would be like, yeah. oh, <laughs> no- normally I would love to, but I just can't risk meeting up with anyone right now. It's a good get out, to be honest. And again, yeah. it's another way to not hurt someone's feelings if they, you know, put themselves out there. you got to respect it, you know, you've got to be 
were like, oh, listen, uh, fair fucks, but yeah. uh, I don't mm. feel the same. And But I almost am like so sympathetic towards somebody that puts themselves out there like that, that you don't want to reject them, even if you're like, I don't want to. I know, and I feel like doing this podcast accept. about shooting your shot, I am such a romantic and I live for, I don't know, online romance and all that kind of stuff. So I'm very much like, I hope, I, I hope I've made it clear that like if someone wanted to shoot their shot, then I would like absolutely love it. So like, you I know, think you that's your, <laughs> is that not just your goal in this entire podcast? Like, <laughs> I hope I made it very clear uh, to any available single males I'm that I single. am single. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think, I think um, I'm all for the fantasy and romance and I think shooting your shot should be encouraged. I think women should do it more often because I think it feels quite empowering and that is definitely someone that I want to be and I think if we do it more because you know what I'm like life's short we should just kind of go, for the, go for these things I, I think we're in agreement I think women should shoot their shot more men probably think about doing it a bit less if, <laughs> and to be honest like we might have a wee bit you know women might have a wee bit less problems you know fucking walking down the street if you know not everybody you know because people that are catcalling and things might think that they're fucking shooting their shot they're just doing it in an absolute well, awful way that is the mad thing isn't it that it's like oh if someone does it catcalls you like what do you want out of that interaction yeah, yeah i think it is important to kind of say because we haven't really touched on it is that it's whether or not like gauge whether or not someone is just living their life do you know what i mean like if someone's like in the supermarket and they're just working and maybe they're like very happily single or very happily in a relationship like don't make someone feel uncomfortable i think that i think that's why online works a wee bit better because you can just block people yeah you can you can't just like put a message in your you know ignore folder in the middle (laughs) of the street i suppose yeah i've got funnily enough right because we're on the subject and because it's shooting their shot and we've brought up catcalling, right? Mm-hmm. I've got a bit of a theory on this, right? Because obviously mm-hmm. it's a big problem that women need to deal with. You described earlier on that guy in the car. That would never happen the other way around. I would never be stopped by some random girl who comes up and is like, oh, do you know where, you know, Byers Road is? And then goes, actually, no, I just want your number. <laughs> women would just never do that. You just aren't as We've fucking... We've got shit to do. Yeah, you're just not as fucking brass and quite arrogant and all that to do that really to be honest like yeah. i'm just a bit creepy but the thing about the cat calling thing right is a uh, so it's obviously up your drag right when you're just trying to go somewhere you're a woman you're like guys are fucking shouting at you and you know builders are whistling and all that sort of stuff right yeah but you know when i'm walking down the street or whatever and we've all been there you know guys and girls and whatever like everybody's been there you know you walk past somebody like you're saying on the tube or whatever you, you fall in love on the tube or whatever and you sort of wish you would you'd be able to say something but you don't right mm-hmm. and see the guys who catcall and all that sort of stuff they i think they do more or less have the same urge as the person who is like oh my god that person's beautiful maybe it's a bit more like oh do i shag them or something <laughs> like that's a bit more horrible right but yeah. generally speaking it's like you see somebody really attractive and it's like that one guy who's an arsehole right the, the, the fucking you know that's no get that social filter that yeah. will catcall a woman and ruin our fucking day right mm-hmm. but what i would say is take solace in the fact right that for that one guy that has ruined your day by catcalling you, there's probably 10 times the amount of guys that have seen you that day had the same feeling as him, which is effectively, she's lovely, I would probably never get to be with her. But instead of doing what he does and externalising it and turning it into, well, well, I'm going to say something to her, you know, because I'm insecure about the fact that I could never be with her. There's loads of guys that just go, and I never will be with her, and be sad and walk about. So for the one guy that has made you sad by catcalling you you have made 10 to 20 30 maybe more guys 
upset that day just at the mere sight of you. So if it makes you hate men sometimes, just realise that you are making more people unhappy. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Uh, and I'm saying that's a good thing. I'm saying that's a good that thing. Is, it's mad though. It's like, think about all of the times <laughs> that no one has said anything to you. You should just know that you... <laughs> just, just, just know they've seen you and maybe went, oh, they're really lovely, but they would never want me. And I'm just going to have that wee moment because that's what it comes. Insecurity, it comes from it's either actions of superiority or feelings of inferiority. And the feelings of inferiority is the people that maybe see it and go, oh, I'd never have a chance and they'll not do it. And because, you know, because you don't want to bother somebody, but also because maybe you feel like, oh, God, I've never have a chance. But there's that one in 10 or whatever it is, one in 50 guys mm-hmm. that do the catcalling and say, pester women, you know, during the day. They've got the same feelings of inferiority, but they use actions of superiority by trying to make you feel bad or at least just trying to be like a big... Or... Make you uncomfortable, just saying something, you know, that... Because did they really think that's going to work? You know, maybe they do. Maybe they're shooting their shot. I don't know, but probably not. <laughs> and it's fucking not advised anyway, is it? <laughs> But, uh, yeah. but as I say, so as, as a guy who doesn't catcall... Well but, done. By the way, I just want to say to everyone who's not catcalled, just well done. I think that yeah. we, we don't applaud men for doing the bare minimum enough. Exactly. And, uh, you know, for actually stopping yourself from catcalling, it's very impressive. Yeah. It's Google's really uh, motto is don't be evil, and that's the same for guys. <laughs> that's uh, Congratulations to all the, not all men out there who catcall. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> don't speak to me about that. Oh my God. But, you know, it's like, don't feel bad about yourself either. That's what I'm I'm saying, because that's a generalisation. And I think it's, as I say, it's an insecurity thing that makes people feel one of the other of those things or do one of those things. And what I'd say to you is, do you know what? Feel good about yourself. And you won't either, you know, sit and feel sad that you won't get with that attractive person or bother them and fucking ruin their day. Just be happy in yourself. Is this your new persona, Mark? And then you'll find someone that you like. Self-care, self-love. Like, just believe in yourself. Self-help, my new book. (laughs) Coming out. So slick. Debate settled. (laughs) Debate won by Mark Jennings. So I, because that is the thing, because like, if you shoot your shot... As a guy, sometimes you're like, oh, what distinguishes me? Especially if it doesn't go right, because you can never really know how it's going to go. If you get shot down, then you're like, oh my God, I've just been a fucking, you know, as bad as those guys that pure pester a woman or whatever. But I think as long as you're within a certain realm of acceptable boundaries and things like that, you can shoot your shot and it's fine. And if it doesn't work out, it's fine. But I think, as you say, like maybe proceed with a wee bit of like, Try and contextualise what you're doing. And uh, if you're some, the 50-year-old boss of your 18-year-old fucking co-worker, maybe don't fucking do that shit, maybe you know? just take a wee second. <laughs> yeah, maybe analyse the power dynamic and uh, realise that, uh, yeah, yeah, just totally. don't do that shit. Yeah, but I do think, like, I do the romantic in me, I think especially being British, that kind of thing of being like, don't show your emotions, don't put yourself out there, you know, like, don't take that risk. And I think that, I think it's a shame because I do think that like nice nice things come out of the like the ordinary is so mundane and like I think that if people were just to kind of be like do you know what I'm just gonna kind of go for it then it would be nice it's like when you know it's like if someone smiles at you in the street like it makes you feel good and obviously like we're not talking about the creepy weird or like Mm -hmm. fucked up stuff it's that kind of thing of just being like you know what there's there's social norms and there's social etiquette and I think that like especially when I worked in the bar, like there could be someone who could be like saying to me like, oh, listen, like, thank you. You've been so great today. And like, yeah. that's nice. And that's kind of 
that's not go- that's not making me feel uncomfortable, but it is that kind of thing of being like, oh, they recognise that, and you know, they think I'm a nice person or that I'm a good bar person or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. those little things that can then just be like, by the way, like you might have a boyfriend or whatever, but here's my number. I think that's totally fine, and I think that I would. It would be nice if I mean, obviously, the world isn't happening right now, but in the future, people people being a bit kind of like, do you know what? Fuck it, let's go for it. Definitely. That's it for today's episode of Debating Dating, Rachel. It's been a pleasure as always. <laughs> yes, as and it is for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Thing. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> and if you've had a pleasurable experience enjoying this podcast, please do give us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I don't even know if iTunes exists. I'm going to put it out there. But you hear people saying the iTunes charts still I think it's Apple Podcast charts now but whatever you're listening on if you can give it a review please give us five stars you can subscribe to us as well do that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts give us a share on social media if, if, if you can at Debate and Dating and just tell your pals and get more people listening and we'll be back for more and more episodes and we should also mention there is a YouTube version of this the video version will be available on YouTube as well <laughs> you, you said you said the stuff that I was gonna say, so I was just like I did not, I just mentioned the <laughs> I mentioned You said the little line. No, I never. No, you I did. Never. You said give us a follow at Debate and Dating on I Instagram. Said, Aye, but what's your line that you like? My saying? line is give us a follow at Debate and Dating on Instagram and if you'd like to slide into our DMs with any stories, anything that you want us to chat about, or you can email us at debatingdatingpod at gmail.com as well. Yeah, that's right. And as, as Rachel says, if you've got any stories you'd like to share with us eh, on anything that we've discussed previously, we'll, I'm sure we'll come back to topics. Or if there's, there's certain aspects of dating that you want us to talk about we've not got to yet, or if you've just got some mad shit or questions for us eh, that you want to send in, anything would be very welcome. So again, that's at debatingdating on Instagram and at debatingdatingpod <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, just did, you to, not, did you not trust the way I said it? I just feel like uh, sometimes uh, it's I'm a, a bit more gra- artist. Yeah, it's, uh, it comes with a bit more gravitas when uh, <laughs> both hosts How say it. How dare you? But that is us for this week's Debate and Dating. Thanks very much for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.